this is a situation where, from where we cannot exit being alone. Uh, instead of focusing on local uh, approach, we should recognize the importance of uh, coordinating our efforts uh, on a worldwide basis. This is Unplugged, a series of conversations with creative minds from the design industry and beyond, hosted by H&H. Buongiorno, welcome to another episode of H&H Unplugged. We have the pleasure to be here today with Giovanni Del Vecchio, good personal friend and CEO of Giorgetti Group. We have invited Giovanni to speak about the current situation and uh, possible evolutions for the future. Ciao Giovanni, good morning. Good morning. Uh, thanks Matteo for the personal friendship and thanks also for inviting me hoping that I can say something enlightening for uh, your auditors. Thank you, Giovanni. I'm sure about that. So let's start with the questions. Uh, Giovanni, situation, the emergency, it's a global one, but the reactions and the consequences are local. Do you think that we are growing and the communities are growing uh, a new sense of local awareness and we should look at it with uh, a better understanding of uh, uh, what will happen in the future to look more on a local uh, point of view? If I look at it from a, a political and sociological point of view, not only from a design perspective, uh, I can say that unfortunately uh, there is the tendency of uh, uh, looking at local solutions as the ideal ones in these uh, circumstances. Obviously, there are healthy local solutions that need to be taken because they are influenced by the level of uh, diffusion of the virus in different countries. But I think, from a personal point of view, that uh, today, even more than in the past, we should recognize that this is a situation where, from where we cannot exit being alone. Instead of focusing on local uh, approach, we should recognize the importance of uh, coordinating our effort on a worldwide basis, uh, trying to uh, imagine a way out from an healthy point of view, but also from an economical point of view, uh, that are coordinated at a global level. If I look at it from an industrial perspective, from, from our sector perspective, I think that this is, this is even more true. Design has been uh, always uh, developed thanks to a network of small and sometimes micro companies that have helped the big ones to become what we are today and what the sector is today. The chance of losing some of them is the worst danger that we can imagine because we are today what we are because of the network that these micro companies have been able to offer to the big players in terms of uh, supplying uh, special materials, special techniques, special craftsmanship solutions. Uh, without all of this, uh, the sector will not be what it is today. And our challenge, our mission, should be to protect our companies, but also to protect the network, what in Italian we call filiera, the connection of different companies that are essential for the entire production cycle. You're talking about the filiera, so the network of uh, suppliers. We heard that, that uh, most probably 
starting from the 3rd of May, some companies uh, slowly, slowly uh, will uh, start again to work under certain circumstances. Might it be that the network of suppliers will not be reactivated altogether at the same time? Is it a good moment to think about bringing back in-house the productions or part of productions? As you can see, I'm not in the company today. I am exceptionally connecting from home. So it is a sign that unfortunately we are not able to work at least from a manufacturing point of view. What we are trying to do in these days through our associations, through Federlenio, through Asaredo, but also through the effort of few companies that have joined forces together, trying to be an additional tool uh, in favor of what the association are, are doing. What we are trying to do, uh, I was saying, is to make sure we are able to start all together. Uh, there's no sense in having a scatter uh, uh, reopening where few companies are operating, but the rest of the network remains uh, closed or uh, unoperating. The idea, uh, the logical consequence that you uh, described doesn't look logical to me, if I have to be honest. Obviously, companies have been trying to acquire competencies inside their field. This is the reason why, for example, Giorgetti, who is 120 years old, has decided uh, two years ago to acquire another company which is specialized in contract and custom-made solutions. Uh, or why Giorgetti or other companies have certain departments in their company that are able to do special manufacturing processes. But it is impossible to consolidate the full network of suppliers that we need. Today, design is a combination of materials, of experiences, of techniques, that are impossible to be totally controlled by a single company or by a single group, no matter how the group is big uh, today. Uh, and this is the reason why I was mentioning at the beginning of my intervention, if we have to survive, we have to survive together. There's no space for uh, leaving behind of us any of our suppliers. We need, as big companies, Jojet is not big at all, but let's assume we can be considered big. Uh, the big players need to take care also of their suppliers, needs to protect the full network of suppliers and manufacturers in order to be able in the future to continue, innovate, propose new solutions, new techniques, new materials. Uh, this is impossible if we are left alone. Giovanni, you are talking from your house in Tuscany. I'm talking from my apartment in Dubai. And it's since, like every now and then, since I guess the 60s, that we've been listening to theories about the smart working, how the smart working would have killed the office work. And now we are forcibly leaving those, uh, those days. Do you think that this will remain into the DNA's company somehow? I think for sure we need to learn something from this situation. Having spent one month uh, as of today in, uh, in these difficult circumstances and not taking this as an opportunity to learn something would be a tremendous waste of energies and resources. Smart working is for sure something that we have under-evaluated for 
uh, a too long period of time. Uh, I think that every company today is showing the fairness, the attachment each employee has towards the company and the ability of play, uh, using these uh, competencies from any places in the world. We have been traveling a lot trying to believe that smart working was our ability to connect to the email at night in the hotels. Smart working today is proving to be a much more complex exercise, but much more successful and efficient. For sure, we will be obliged to keep uh, a smart working approach at, le as far, at least as far as office uh, are concerned. Uh, for a longer period of time, even when the peak of the virus will be over and we will be able to start manufacturing again, I don't think uh, offices will be in position to be uh, back in full force in the headquarters. Um, that's not an issue at all, but it's only a small portion of the lesson that this period will teach us. Uh, I think that uh, also using modern technologies to approach new customers, uh, new method of communication to customers, whether real customer, existing customer or potential customer, the ability of using new technologies to create and to stimulate a demand, not only to react as an offer, is something that we really seriously need to consider as part of our evolution for our strategies in the future. Uh, so Giovanni, you partially replied to my next, next question about the digital technologies which are helping us, us nowadays to stay in touch with the world, with our friends and beloved. Do you think that the digital technologies will have uh, a higher importance in uh, to the future, into the future of our companies. And do you think the experience uh, and the empathy that you can create in connecting with a customer, with a client, with a distributor through a screen, it's the same or it's basically uh, completely different than a personal and a physical connection? It's an interesting question. I think that evolution in general never kills a tradition. It helps the tradition to evolve in general. Uh, and this is definitely to be applied also to our approach to distribution. Probably distribution in our industry, in the design industry, is one of the oldest in terms of approach uh, of the modern uh, uh, sectors. Uh, I think that, uh, that we have to split our, my, I have to split, sorry, my answer at two different levels. Uh, there is a level of creating a closer proximity of our offer to the potential demand. So being able to approach potential customers, keep them informed, provide them with as, as many information as possible, uh, as many they may need, and as efficient uh, information as they may need. So giving the right answer to the right questions. 
and not simply giving information in a very generic way. So that is the first level. And to this extent, modern technology will help for sure, is helping for sure, has already helped other industries and we were only late in recognizing that. The second level though is the physical attachment to what we are doing. Design is made of details. Design is made very often of the ability of combining natural precious materials together and giving voice not only to the sight in terms of personal senses but also to the touch. Touching, smelling is part of a living experience of design that unfortunately, at least so far, cannot be replaced by machines or by modern technologies. So I think that our ability should be in being able to combine these two elements of communication, of information to our customers. There is a purely informational one that can be easily addressed with uh, modern technologies. There is a more emotional one. We sell dreams, we sell emotions very often. People that buys Giorgetti products or that buys other products, other important design products, do not need them. Physically, they do not need them. They, they need the dream that is behind that. They need the passion that is behind that. They need the love that is behind that. And this needs a personal and a physical connections to the product. We need to be able to combine the two elements, but we will be, we will be. The proxemic science says that there are four types of spaces, one after the other, starting from the intimate space, to the personal space, to a social space, and to a public space. Because of this emergency, apparently the personal space is expanding, eating out territory to the social space and to the public space, also for, for health reasons. Do you think and how do you think that the hospitality design, I'm asking you that because you, as you mentioned before, you recently acquired a new work with a contract company also. So the hospitality design will be affected. Well, I have to thank you first of all, because thanks to you, I learned what is the proxemic science. I have to admit that I had no idea. Uh, I have been living with it, but uh, without knowing in detail. So uh, this is a good uh, reward for this interview. Um, I know that before my, our conversation, you had the chance to speak with Adam Tihani. Uh, Adam is the master of hospitality design, so I'm sure he would be much more uh, uh, enlightening than what I can be in giving you this answer. Um, I think that it's too early to understand what really will happen after this pandemic, pandemic situation. Um, human being tends to overreact sometimes to uh, stimulus. So uh, because we have been forced for many, many days to leave uh, giving more importance to the personal and the intimate space, not because of our decisions, but because of uh, a need, I think that probably as soon as it will be possible, but nobody knows, and this will be possible, there will be probably the tendency to overreact and uh, uh, either keep 
this personal space the essential part because of fear of approaching others or trying to overreact in the other days. Uh, if, you look, if you speak with friends and you ask them, what are you going to do as soon as you can exit? The first, the first answer they give you is, I want to have a very nice drink with all my friends, which means that the personal space will immediately lose uh, ground to a, more, uh, to a, to a wider uh, part of the space. But I, I think if you look at the hospitality, it's really an, uh, difficult to understand what is happening. I mean, if you look at Im images coming from Korea, restaurants where you are obliged to go and uh, eat, being surrounded by plexiglass plasterboard, uh, separating you from the others. What is going to happen in restaurants, for example? We, will we be able to go back in restaurants as we used to do and be sitting one close to the other? Can you imagine the French bistro approach where all the tables are one at 55 centimeters from the others, where you are sitting shoulder by shoulder with your neighbor, even without knowing them? Is it going to be possible in the short term? Probably not. So I think that uh, for architects, and for companies, there is an interesting challenge in trying to understand and predict how the industry will change. I'm not sure we know exactly. Uh, uh, here again, there might be a local component because uh, local government may decide to go for specific regulations which are different country by country. Unfortunately, this is what we are seeing today. So uh, I think that what is important in my point of view is it is our ability, no matter how the hospitality industry will change, to keep the dream part of it still alive. Visiting an hotel, very often, even if you do it from a business need, uh, or uh, going to a restaurant with friend, is uh, including a dream component, the pleasure of being projected into another space, the pleasure of being living into a different environment. I, I hope we will be able to keep that dream component still alive and uh, hoping that the bureaucratic regulations constraints will not be too protruding into this dream in order, and, and affecting him at his uh, roots. Since Salone del Mobile has been postponed, cancelled this year, postponed to the next year, is there anything that companies, your company, Giorgetti, is thinking to, in substitution of Salone del Mobile, like, I don't know, I'm just guessing, an online launch of a new collection or anything else? Well, you know, uh, Salone del Mobile is something that cannot be replaced very easily. It's uh, somehow as uh, if you remove the main pillar of a complex construction, of a complex infrastructure, and you try to keep the infrastructure still uh, sustaining itself. Um, for sure, we are all uh, trying to find and imagine different alternative solutions which can be temporarily replacing the importance of Salon. Salone will always remain the most important event in our industry. Uh, 2021 edition will be the 60th anniversary and I am sure the organization as well as the companies attending it will do whatever it takes to make it the most successful event in the recent and many recent years. 
Meanwhile, though, we need to move forward. We cannot simply wait and uh, hope that the that tsunami will pass without hitting our companies and our uh, profit and losses. So uh, the ideas are spreading around. Uh, I think Giorgetti, as any of the other companies that are today uh, obliged to live without Salone del Mobile, are studying different alternatives. There are uh, ideas concerning live streaming presentation of products, virtual training dedicated to the uh, network, to the official network, digital presentation of single products, videos with uh, interviews for uh, uh, architects and designers. There are many ideas and I think that uh, even Salone itself as an organization is thinking of how helping companies by putting the Salone organization and capabilities at service of the different companies in order maybe to provide a network, a platform from where the different companies uh, are able to present their novelties and their products. It's all a work in progress, it's all, sorry, a work in progress exercise. I think everybody is trying to understand, first of all, when we will be able to be back in our factories and complete production of the prototypes. Second, when we will be able to be active from a virtual and the digital point of view, and possibly later on, when we will be able to be active from a physical point of view. I was mentioning before, we need to work on the two layers of this communication. There is virtual and digital, but there's also physical. And we need the two layers to be connected together. So whatever the solution will be, whatever the solutions will be, I think that they will uh, try to put these two layers in connection one to the other. We are leaving our houses uh, much more these days, and that is uh, uh, giving us the time to have a more intense use of our furniture by being able also to put our fingers on their qualities and their defects. Do you think that in the next future we will go back to buy less but better and this time maybe inspiring also the designers and the companies to think about new, project, new products for new requirements? And the last question, which would be, you think, the scale that would be more influenced by uh, this emergency in these days? Product design scale or architecture and interior design? One question split in four different questions, actually. So I'll try to, to remind all of them and, and, give, a, and give a single answer. Um, I am for, I'm quite sure that uh, these... Uh, period that we are living will incentivate, even in the future, a stronger, a wider use of our personal homes. I think that everybody is realizing that inviting friends at home is something we desire in these days. And uh, I'm sure this desire will last even after all of these will have been uh, improving. You said uh, we have more chances to look at uh, quality and defects of our products. I don't know. Uh, I don't know for others, but for sure, if you live with Giorgetti products, you don't see defects at all. You see only uh, quality and opportunities. 
Uh, in fact, um, you are right, there might be the chance of uh, identifying opportunities for new products by leaving the, our houses more, including what we were discussing before, the opportunity that smart, an increased portion of smart working will give all of us, will create for sure opportunities for different kinds of products. Um, there is a tendency which has started a long time ago, not only in these uh, weeks, which is uh, a, an incentivated use of uh, homes for, uh, for working from home. And, uh, home office products have been uh, developed. Even Giorgetti, who has always been uh, characterized for very important furniture, have been has been developing to that extent uh, desks or chairs, which are thought for being used both at office and at home. And I, I think that this evolution will continue. Uh, you know this industry very well because you are living in it since many years. So you know that uh, product development takes, takes time. Uh, so it's not something that you will see in the next uh, couple of months, but you will see for sure a reaction to this phenomenon uh, in the product portfolio of many companies by addressing these opportunities more and more. Regarding uh, your uh, assumption that probably people will buy less but bet better products, I think we had already an experience after the economical crisis in 2008-2009. That was a crisis that was not hitting any countries, but uh, in those countries which were affected, we saw a tendency of going more for quality product, uh, well-thought, well-engineered product, product made with uh, high-quality components and not simply products which were extravagant design ideas, more to be considered as a nice piece to be seen, but definitely not a piece to be lived. Uh, when you look at design, uh, Italian design companies, not only of Giorgetti, obviously, you see companies that are trying to combine more and more design with functionality. So we are already ahead of the time to a certain extent, and we will be rewarded for that, I am pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that this period will give long, uh, serious, long-standing brands the opportunity to acquire more and more market share. Um, I am pretty optimistic, as usual, for the future. I think uh, this is part of my nature, but I think it's part of the nature of any people with responsibilities uh, in driving companies. If you are pessimistic, it's, uh, it, you start entering into a very dangerous uh, situation. So I am optimistic because I see more opportunities coming from the idea of leaving more our domestic space. And if you leave more your domestic space, you want to be surrounded by uh, more functional and more beautiful products, first of all, because you want to show those products uh, around. Uh, this is what has always differentiated fashion from furniture or from design. You buy a nice bag, you buy a very uncomfortable pair of shoes, and you are keen of showing them uh, to your friends at, at the cocktail or at the dinner. Very rarely you buy a sofa and you are keen of showing it to your friends. I think this will uh, 
become more and more an option in the future. I am optimistic because I think that uh, real design product will be benefiting from this situation. I am more optimistic because I am sure that product design and also architectural design, so I answer to your fourth question, uh, will be affected by this situation. Uh, I think that there will be the need of uh, rethinking in a more natural, uh, realistic way, both our product and architectural design. It's time to go back to the roots, probably, of what design has always been uh, and combining functionality with beauty. Uh, a design piece needs to be lived every day. That's our, that is our mission. Uh, a beautiful piece that you cannot live with every single moment of your life remains beautiful, but remains uh, unuseful. Having a piece of design, such the beautiful piece that is behind you, uh, Matteo, that lives with you every day, and incorporates with it the memories of your life is something that has no value that can compare. This is the mission of design. This is our core value, and we have to remind it every single moment of our professional life. If you allow me, as we do with all our guests, I would like to close the interview with a few personal questions. Not very personal, but on a kind of personal level. Given the time that we are going through, it's in a way putting ourselves maybe on a more emotional level, giving us time to think, giving us time to stay connected with, uh, with the families more. What would you be the advice that you would give to the young Giovanni if you had, it in, had him in front of you in this moment? I tend to believe that uh, there will never be another young Giovanni, uh, but not because I am uh, arrogant or uh, uh, overestimating my uh, values or my energies, but simply because every people is different from uh, the other. So if I look at what I, I am discussing in these days with my children that are in my house uh, uh, with me in these days, uh, quite exceptional because we are quite a modern family. I am in, my son and my wife lives in, uh, in Florence. I live in Milano during the week. I commute back in the weekend. My daughter studies at the university out of, uh, of, of Florence. So finally, the, the only positive uh, effect of this situation is that we are all together under the same roof. What I'm suggesting then every day before and still in these days is to uh, try to follow their passions. Uh, I think that what uh, this period is teaching us is that we need to go back to what we really love in our life. Life is short. We should try to take uh, the most possible and best use of our days by doing what we like to do by always trying to respect our ethic. This is something that uh, I think is important in the professional life as in the personal life. How does your uh, typical quarantine day look like? It's not really different from my typical uh, working day. I, I switch on my computer very early in the morning, uh, starting to be connected with uh, Asia 
and see what uh, the news are uh, from that part of our uh, world. Uh, and then uh, being involved in video conferences uh, for the majority of the day, moving uh, to my colleagues uh, in Italy, and then uh, closing the day by being connected with our uh, subsidiaries uh, in the United States. And I try to be as reactive as possible to the news and the informations that we receive every day. I think this is a period where we need to remain extremely flexible and adapt to what the daily circumstances are suggesting. Giovanni, the very last one. What will be the first thing that you will do once this quarantine will be over? And please don't tell me go to the office. No, we'll not go to the office. I think, uh, as I said before, a lot of friends, and I am uh, one of those, will tell you uh, the first thing that I want to do is to be able to sit together with others. Uh, going back to a physical but socially distanced connection with other people. I think that uh, we have all learned that uh, probably we have been uh, following an individualistic approach which was not very positive in the past. We have been uh, forgetting about others. So uh, getting closer as much as we will be able to to others, I think is uh, the first need that uh, we feel uh, we miss uh, today. The second will be to switch on the engine of my car and uh, quickly going back to Brianza to be able to sit down in my office uh, as soon as possible. Great. Thank you, Giovanni, for this very interesting conversation. It was a great pleasure to see you again, even though just on the on the um, screen of my iPad and uh, hope to see you soon, uh, very soon in person for uh, a drink, a chat and, uh, and a nice dinner. Thank you very I much. Really wish, I really wish the same, uh, especially I really wish we would be able to travel soon uh, in order to meet with friends, with my partners and make sure we try to protect this wonderful industry that is the design industry. Uh, I think we all have these challenges, with this challenge on our shoulders. Uh, let's hope we will be able to achieve our goal and protect it. Thank you, Matteo, for your time and see you soon. Thank you, Giovanni. Ciao, have a nice day. Ciao, ciao.